Welcome to week 89 of the Two Guys Into Fridays podcast. My name is Steven. That right across the table for me is Travis. Yep. Sitting here at my kitchen table, looking out in the woods, playing with my kids' dinosaur figures that look like BP Richfield. It does. It really does. It is. I mean, it's definitely the same kind of dinosaur. And he's got the same kind of like, get back to work, Sinclair. Uh, hey, we're a TGIF podcast. Uh, we go back and we watch. Well, I guess we don't go back. We kind of go back, right? Sure. Like it's not like we're not we're not going back. In time. We're not. It's not like Back to the Future style, but uh, it no, kind of is. Maybe one day. Maybe that'd be cool. But yeah, we watched all the shows that aired on TGIF exactly thirty years after they aired, and uh, this week all reruns, all uh, old episodes that we've already seen. It's summertime, so we decided to switch it up. We talked about it at the end of last episode, and what we are doing today is going back and watching the two lost episodes of New Attitude. Super excited because these are episodes that have never. They never were on TV. No one's ever seen them. We are probably the first people that have seen them in 30 years. We're also, though, going to talk about some of the summer shows that we have this summer because there are pilots again like there were last summer. And we have most of them. I think we have all of them, actually. So we'll be able to watch them. Awesome. A few things that we got to get out of the way before we do that. Uh, thanks to Rami Sammy for the theme song this week. Thank you, Rami, as always. I love, 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 love a good saxophone. Um, also, 30 years ago, we like to go back and, well, first before we do that. Follow us on all social media. All the social media. TGIFcast. You can also send us an email, TGIFcast at gmail.com. We're on YouTube. One day I'll put some videos up there. There's uh, at least one that you my apologies. got in the bank. I know. Well, kind of in the bank. It's like halfway in the bank. Or whatever. Uh, just search for us. Two Guys Into Fridays on YouTube. You'll be able to find it very easily and uh, watch all the videos that are up there right now. The Just the 10 of us is, I think... Almost at 10,000 views. Which it might be over that. That's a lot to me. It might not yeah. be a lot to the general YouTube audience, but to me, that's a lot. I mean, my best TikTok video has 202,000 views. Yeah, like it's you eating a pizza. So, of course, <laughs> it, of course it is. Um, yeah, so let's look back at what was going on in the world 30 years ago. And these are episodes that would have aired when, Travis? These would have aired uh, May 31st, 1991. Uh, I think we did this last year around this time, but... Uh, the 64th annual National Spelling Bee was on May 30th, and I have the winning word for you. Okay. I think last year I probably said that spelling is one of my greatest weaknesses. but You might have got it right last year. I doubt it. Anti-pyretic. That doesn't sound hard, but that means I'm going to mess it up. Anti- Do you have like the whole, can you use it in a sentence? I mean, I can find it if you need it. No, 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 no. Uh, anti-pyretic. A-N-T-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-R-I-P-I-
a thing at Universal Studios in Florida that was the backdraft. Like, the lot. It was, they called it the backdraft lot, didn't they? So, no, well, there's the back lot, but there's a backdraft like walkthrough effects show, and you basically like, walk through these buildings, and there's fire on the wall, and it's, it was really cool. It wasn't like a tall apartment building that you were like climbing stairs or anything. I think there were like simulated parts of it. Yeah, like, okay. You, you know, they can only have you do so many physical things at Universal. I don't know if I've ever actually seen Backdraft. It's good. It's worth watching. I mean, I know exactly what it is, but... Yeah. It was, I feel like it was a big deal when it came out. Like, yeah, it was a big no, deal. I think it, I mean, it was number one movie, That's right? true, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, song is new also. I don't want to cry by Mariah Carey. I listened to it before we got on. You were here. You heard it as well. Yeah. It's not a Mariah Carey song that I really remember. Didn't, didn't strike me as being very memorable. So, um, I don't know. I don't want to cry. Mariah Carey, number one song. Birthdays. We do have a couple birthdays. This is going to be the start of people that we are not really that familiar with from dinosaurs. And so Alan Troutman, he is the puppeteer who did Fran, um, for the run of dinosaurs. So his birthday was Tuesday, May 25th. So happy birthday, Alan. And then Thursday, May 27th is, I'm going to mispronounce this, but it's uh, Michelin Sisti. And he is the puppeteer who was Charlene. Of note to me, I just feel like it's worth mentioning. He's also Michelangelo in both of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. So, okay, in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, do they have three people for that too? Like a voice, a puppet, and a costume? No, I think they had a. I know they had a voice and a and a like a person inside inside, of it. Um, and then they probably had like I'm guessing they probably had like a, a stunt person too. So this person was inside of Michelangelo. I'm assuming, right? Steve, I have no idea. I have no. You idea. said puppeteer for for dinosaurs, right? He was the puppet. Yeah. He, so does that he, mean they're just doing the face for dinosaurs or no? So he is listed as doing both France and Claire and the face. So my guess is he was the full puppet. For inside Fran. of it inside and doing the face. and the face yeah and then obviously jessica walters was the voice for fran um and that's alan alan troutman so confusing and the, it is confusing and then the for charlene this has uh michelin listed as both charlene the puppet and the oh, well no just as the body just as the body so maybe Jeez. there was a different i mean the voice was uh, sally struthers we know that and then let me just take a look real quick. Charlene, Charlene, Sally Struthers. I don't know, man. It's, I, I don't know, dude. There's a lot of people doing a lot of things. It's, it's a complicated <laughs> show. It's a complicated show. So we've show. got two puppeteers for birthdays this week. We do. We have two puppeteers, and we'll have puppeteers throughout the year. And they're yeah, just. Yeah, because there's like a thousand of them. But I they're feel just like. important, especially like these main characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, all right. So that's movie, that's music, that's birthdays. We ready yeah. to get into the episode? Yeah. Well, do you want to do the summer preview before the episodes or after the episodes? After. Okay, so let's get into the episodes. All right, so this is New Attitude, episode seven. We know it's only one season long. The name of the episode is Who's Back and Who? Who's Back and Who? Is that how you pronounced it? Um, what was the episode about? Let me think. Is it not back and? It's like the the switched identities. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand the title. I went with back and. I figured you typed them in or something. I did, and that's right. I just didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> what else could it be? Bocking? Who's Batchin? Batchin? I mean, what does it mean? Oh, it's Bachelorette? No. Oh, that's what it is. Because the Bachelorette from the magazine. Is that who it, what it is? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. But anyways. Who's Batchin who? That's what it. That's exactly what it is. Okay. It's who's Batchin who? All right, who's Batchin who? All right. So it starts off... Oh, I couldn't remember all of our character names, too. I had to, like, I had to do a quick, a quick refresher. <laughs> but it, once I got it, I was good. Once I looked it up, I was good. So it starts off uh, Vicky. Vicky. She's doing Chili's hair. She's doing Chili's hair, correct. And uh, 
Taylor just got her hair done by Yvonne. You're on it. And then Lamar is looking at his hair because he needs his hair done and he won't let any of the women in the salon do his hair. I think he's actually intending to cut his own hair. Yeah. And I, then, but I, the other thing here too is Taylor wants to cut Yvonne's hair now. And, and Yvonne is like, you can ask me after you pass your test and get your license and have 10 years no experience. Right. It's still going to be no. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Lamar's going to try to cut his own hair. Right. And he ends up like pulling a muscle or something while he's doing it. Pulls his shoulder or yeah, something in his arm. And uh, Taylor says, oh, no, who's going to do your hair now? And he says, I don't know. Who does God pray to? Oh, Lamar. And that's kind of like your little intro scene before the theme song kind of thing. I immediately was like, I love these characters. I missed them. These are way better than going places in baby talk. Yeah. I did. I was really, I really got immediately back into this show. And it's that, you know, it's that whole set, that whole just like the liveliness of that salon is so, I think it, it really draws you in. Yeah. I mean, it feels real. It like, does. That, that's the thing. Um, so we go to our theme song and we come back. Um, we're back at the salon. Chili wants a raise because um, he's not getting paid to work at this place, right? He is getting paid. He's making $4 an hour, but he does the math and realizes that the amount of hours times what he is getting paid is way less or is way more. How's this work? Basically it doesn't equal the restitution that he, that he owes. Like he owes, I I don't know. Now I can't, now I'm I'm trying to do the math in my head and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but that's the whole deal as he feels like that what he's getting compensated is actually not equivalent to what he owes them. And they kind of just like, yeah, right. You're not getting a raise from us. Right, right. Um, so yeah, they give him a hard time. Lamar comes in. He's late again. Of course. Always. Um, he did search for a hairstylist though. That's what he was doing like the night before. And, uh, he brings in, well, she comes right in after him. Uh, Barbara Ann. Barbara Ann is going to cut his hair. Um, they kind of have like a quick interaction and then end up leaving right away too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of just a brief moment. So, um, there's a bunch of customers in the salon. They all kind of huddle together and at this, uh, I guess Ebony magazine. Right. There's a section in there for eligible bachelorettes where women can send in like a bio and a picture and they're all kind of like looking at it and joking about it. And then we find out that Taylor submitted both Vicky and Yvonne for the uh, eligible bachelorette section. So these women do live in L.A., but how effective do you think it would have been to be to like put your classified in a national magazine for? Well, they're getting they get responses from all over. Yeah, but I mean, what are you going to do? Like fly to L.A. to go on a date? with Maybe a- pen pals for a little bit. See how that goes. Pen pals, okay. I mean, no AOL Instant Messenger no, at this point. Uh, yeah, no AIM, nothing like that. Um, just seem very... I feel like you write some letters back and forth and see how it goes. <sighs> seem seem like a long shot for anybody, but... If you if you met your your spouse 30 years ago by placing a classified in a magazine, send us an email. I'm, inter- I'm interested. <laughs> I thought you were asking me, like, what would you do? But, no. Uh, no. We're trying to see if any of our listeners met the, met, this way. Met via, uh, yeah, Classifieds and Ebony or any other magazine. All right. So we also find out at this point that when Taylor submitted these bios, uh, she mixed them up. So she sent right. the wrong picture for the wrong bio. So all of Vicky's information was actually attached to Yvonne's photo and vice versa. All yeah. messed up. And Vicky's stuff was like... I like to get like the stuff that was supposed to be for Vicky was I like to go to the opera. I like ballroom dancing. I like horseback riding. I like, you know, fancy dinners. And Avon's was like, I like Kung Fu and, and what pizza or something. Yeah. Something real, real like simple and fun. 
Avon does get mad though because Taylor failed to mention that she's really into WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> which I appreciated. Um, from here, they kind of do like a little jump ahead, and now we see the mailman uh, dumping out like bags of fan mail for these two women, like yeah. uh, that people have just been submitting for these eligible bachelorettes. And uh, they kind of are overwhelmed and don't know what to do with all of it. Yeah, I mean, it's like a whole trash can full of, full of uh, letters. Um, Lamar comes in at this point. I guess this is only the next day, right? Because can't be the next day. It's because Le- Lamar mentions like uh, this. He got his hair done or didn't get his hair done, and they're like, "Well, what happened last night?" Well, I found out she's not a great stylist, but um, so I guess what we have to assume then is the issue of Ebony was out on the shelf for a while yeah. before <laughs> they, they were found all it. huddling around reading yeah. it, kind of because these letters didn't just come overnight. Yeah, especially probably in 1991, I'm assuming. It might have been faster in 1991. Could have been. Um, so, yeah, Lamar doesn't want to talk about his hair. Um, Barbara Ann wasn't a stylist. And then uh, one of the women, I can't remember who it was, calls a man alert. And uh, all of the women in the salon huddle around the uh, window because they see um, a handsome man outside somewhere. Well, they actually run into the into the courtyard a little bit. Cause oh, yeah, they the, do like open yeah. that door. Because there's the whole scene when, when they're running back in, Yvonne leaves a shoe a la Cinderella, which they didn't really do. I mean, they did a little bit of follow-up on, but not yeah. a whole lot. So we find out this man outside was actually there to see Yvonne. His name's Carl Hamilton, and he is responding to the uh, Bachelorette ad that was in Ebony Magazine. Right. And he is there to see Yvonne because of what he read in the description. Yeah, he's attached to her bio, not to her photo. Right. And, uh, of course, which is actually Vicky's, and then... Um, Vicky pulls Yvonne aside and says, hey, you can't lie to him. You got to tell him the truth because I guess she wants him, right? Well, yeah, I think they all want him. And and Yvonne is like, you're right, and goes to try to tell him the truth, but can't do it because Carl is a sweetheart and pulls out a flower from his lapel and gives it to her before she can tell him. And we get the quick Cinderella scene where he's like putting the shoe back on and then uh, she tries to go over and tell Carl, but is unable to and does not tell him the truth. Can't do it. I mean, she tries, but she just can't get it out in time. Um, skip ahead maybe that night. I'm not sure. Uh, Vicky's upset. Taylor comes over and apologizes for everything that she did with the uh, ads and everything. And then uh, Carl and Yvonne come in. And uh, they had a good time. They actually went out riding horses during the day. And is this the part where he mentions, like, oh, she was, like, on top of the horse and then she was under the horse and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like flipping around, like, she does. She doesn't know how to ride a horse, obviously. No. But he plays it off, I guess, and like, and, and she tries to play it off too. Yeah. Um, Carl says that he's going to see her later tonight. He ends up leaving, and then Vicky warns Yvonne and about telling the truth. This has to come out, and uh, tells her this is when she tells her that they are going to the opera that night. And Vicky also like breaks down as in as in not Vicky. Vicky uh, Yvonne breaks down as in pain from. She's oh, yeah. sore for, for riding the horse, right? yeah, because she has no idea what she's doing. I, I don't blame her. I don't like riding horses. It's not comfortable. I don't think I've ever ridden a horse. It's not fun. It's, I mean, I, I, I know that people love it, but it is not for me. Uh, Vicky's jealous, obviously. Yvonne tells uh, Vicky that maybe she should go and just respond to one of these letters. I mean, we've got trash cans full of letters from the mailman. Yeah, maybe you why just not? pick one out and see what happens. So she agrees, and she picks one out, and then... Um, <laughs> We skip ahead from here, right? It's like, yeah, it's a cut. Of, it's a cut forward. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So her date shows up. Right. And well, she's talking to her date. We don't see him. She's talking to him. He's off camera. 
when they eventually do show him on camera, he's like an eight-year-old kid. Nathaniel Eastwick, yeah, he's a child. He's dressed up in like a suit, right? Real like, nice. like he's going to the ball or good. opera or something like that. Yeah. Um, and does she send him out or does Yvonne come in first? No, she, she sends him away. All right, the next part I have written down is where Yvonne comes in talking about her 4.30 a.m. balloon ride. Right, she woke up. She's nauseous from the balloon ride. They woke up at four thirty to go see the sunrise because that was another thing that was on um, the bio. The right? bio was how she likes sunrises and balloon rides. But uh, Yvonne hated it. This yeah. is not something that she wanted to do. This is uh, this is Vicky's like bio, obviously. And Vicky's you know still jealous because this is her dream. Like, I like want to go on a balloon dates. ride. These are her four thirty. Love to do. Yeah, see the sunrise. Um, Vicky again encourages for uh, Yvonne to tell him the truth. And um, phone rings. the phone rings. It's Carl on the phone. Yep. And Carl wants to take her ballroom dancing. He's got some tickets or something to like a charity ballroom right, event. Right. Yep. And uh, she agrees. Of course, does once again, she has the chance, but does not tell him the truth. Yeah. She, as soon as she gets off the phone with Carl, she says to Vicky, basically, I need you to teach me how to dance. And Vicky's like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So... From here, we go back to their home, which we don't see too often, every once in a while. We see it a, a, a few times in this episode. Yeah. Uh, Vicky still won't teach her how to dance. Um, Yvonne ends up making her feel bad, and then Vicky agrees to show her some moves. As she's about to start teaching her, the doorbell rings. Yeah. She turns on the music, doorbell rings, and of course, it's Carl. It's Carl. He's there early. Um, he hears the music, and he wants to dance with uh, Yvonne, and she tries to like blow him off like well, she tries excuses. to she tries to push vicky onto him and he's oh, that's like right. he's like no 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 i want to dance with with avon and then we find out carl knew the whole time he knew what was going on well while avon and carl are dancing she can't she obviously doesn't know how to dance a waltz and she ends up falling over the couch as they're as they're twirling around the apartment and that's when it kind of comes out that she doesn't know what she's doing Carl knew that she doesn't know what she's doing, has known that since they went on the horseback ride. Yeah, he does tell her, though, like, he kept her around because he was having fun. He He was having a good time, um, things he didn't do, I guess, before, or, like, just, like, a woman he wasn't used to, I guess, probably. Yeah. And um, still ends up taking her to the ball. Yeah, yeah, he likes her. So they leave. Everyone's happy. We go back to the salon. And that's the last we ever see of Carl. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, Back in the salon, um... Vicky has uh, finished Lamar's hair. So let's set this up a little bit. So what we get back to the salon and what we see is... Lamar in a chair. Lamar in a chair with a blindfold on. And Vicky is cutting his hair. Obviously, she is finishing up cutting his hair. And uh, before he gets to take off the blindfold, this is like the end of the episode, they... um, like Taylor comes in and she's got like a little joke fun idea. Like I'll switch in with you girls. You girls go out of the room. I'll stand, pretend like I did uh, Lamar's hair and it'll freak him out and takes off the blindfold, sees Taylor. And that's it. Into the episode. That's it. That's episode one of the lost episodes. I liked it. I, it was, yeah, it was like fine. I said, it was good to get back with these characters. I enjoy, I enjoy this show. So now we go to the final ever episode yes. of new attitude. This is uh, episode eight. The name of the episode is beauty school. Um, I just want to say I was way wrong about this episode because I had watched a little bit of it just on the intro. I didn't watch the whole yeah, episode. I mean, I, you weren't way wrong. Well, I was. It does feel some of these scenes feel way different. Well, so I thought the whole episode because it basically well, and we'll get into it, but it starts with Taylor and Avon sitting on the couch in Taylor's apartment, which was a set we had, we have not seen before. Yeah. 
Um, and so I assumed that it was just kind of like a low budget, the two of them. Yeah, because it was really weird, like natural lighting. Like there was no studio lighting in there. Right. It was just like whatever was coming through the window. It was different. So I assumed the whole episode was just them almost doing kind of a table read yeah. with the script. What it turned out to be was probably the most expensive episode they've shot because there were oh, okay. multiple sets yeah, that we had that's met, true. That were all new to us. They were... Um, yeah, pretty I mean, elaborate set, sets too. Like Simone, we've got like a, the restaurant, Simone's. Which, yeah, um, I feel like there was a, the school. Like there was a there was a number of sets that yeah, that's true. Brand new to this episode. That I wouldn't be surprised if some of those are like reused sets from other shows. Oh, absolutely. Like, I was trying. I kept the entire time. I was trying to figure out what the restaurant was from. If it was Rachel's place, or if it was, I think. And we'll get into it, but I think the intent was it was supposed to be the salon eventually. The classroom kind of reminds me of either just the 10 of us, mm -hmm. like um, you can kind of imagine but Kirk reversed. and Bauer there maybe, or um, what, was, what else have we had at school? Well, at school um, Dr. Ruth's house. That's what I was thinking, Dr. Yeah. Ruth's house. Yeah. It very well could have been. Yeah. It could, very well could have been. But anyways, let's talk about the episode. All right. So it starts off, like we said... Um, Taylor's upset. She she didn't pass her beauty exam. Is that what happened? They don't. Yeah, they don't really say specifically, but it, you get the impression that she failed the beauty exam. Although I think generally she's just frustrated with her lack of progress. Yvonne's there. She's trying to talk to her. They're the only two people in these scenes that yes. we see. Like just the two of them sitting on the couch. Yvonne um, decides she's going to tell Taylor the story about how Vicky and Yvonne got where they are now. Right. And that's kind of the whole episode. It's just going to yep. be like the, her telling the whole backstory. Exactly. So it starts off. Um, this is our first new set. Well, our second, actually, because the, Taylor's the apartment. couch. Yeah. Um, but that at, literally could have just been Karen Bankhead's apartment. So that probably wasn't yeah. <laughs> an expensive set to put together. Uh, Willie's Chicken and Waffles is where we start yes. off, though. Um, a lot goes on here. Uh, mm -hmm. Yvonne is lying. Well, so... So it's, uh, it's they're meeting up for the first time in a year, right? They haven't they haven't seen each other in a while, and Yvonne has pretty much been try, been telling Vicky that she's been doing great. Being it sounds like a designer, costume designer, yeah, yeah like for design. Michael Jackson and uh, a bunch of movie opportunities are coming up, things right. like that. Right. And Vicky's been in Chicago, right? Correct. And what has she been trying to do? I couldn't get a really good sense just of like it. Just like businesswoman type yeah, stuff. Like the, she, the way she's dressed, that's what I think of, Right, I guess. and she talks about going to work on the bus every day and, and things like that. So, But she hasn't been having the best of luck in Chicago either, it seems right, like. Right. So neither of them are in a great place right now. Um, they end up calling for a waiter at some point because their food's not coming? Or is the... So a couple things happen here. So the first thing that happens is Willie comes out and tells Vicky that she has gotten the job that she applied for as a waitress. And that's when kind of... The whole thing breaks down about yeah. Vicky was not being honest with with or excuse me, Yvonne was not being honest with Vicky, and that it wasn't really working with Michael Jackson and all these people. Yeah. Of note here, the Willie is uh, Arnold Arnold Johnson is the actor who played Fletcher Thomas on Family Matters. Yeah, I knew I recognized him. Yeah, I was like, where Fletcher, is he from? Okay, who we, who we loved from yeah, yeah. From Family Matters. Uh, so yeah, so she she admits to that, and then we. Um, we we get to the scene where the waiter just hasn't come in a long time. So, so they like call, like she gets all dramatic. Avanya right? like stands up and does this whole, where's like, my waiter? Oh, woe is me type situation. And then we find out the waiter is Lamar. Lamar. He's sitting at a table with some girl a just talking bit, yeah. to her. And uh, he ends up coming over like, what do you guys want kind of thing. And we also find out here that Lamar has just been accepted into the Dorian Academy of Hairstyling. Yep. Um, and then this is where Yvonne comes up with the idea that maybe the two of them can become hairdressers. Right. So from here, we skip right to beauty school. There's a lot of cutting around in this episode, a lot of moving forward yeah, in time, yeah. moving to different places. I don't even know if I 
like took notes of all of the like, all right, we're back on the couch saying two words right. and then back in here again. Right. But uh, from here we go to beauty school. Like we were saying, we, hard to tell exactly if this is a reuse set or something like that. But it is the third set in this episode already. Already. Um, Vicky's like, of course, the great student, right? Knows everything about the teachers, all prepared. Yeah, she's already been studying. It's the first class and she knows everything. Uh, Yvonne is already getting in trouble. She parked in the teacher's parking spot. Car's towed. Car gets towed. And then uh, Lamar comes in, of course. He's late, like he is in all the other episodes that we know. Everywhere. And um, he's kind of hitting on Yvonne and Vicky at this point, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely is. Because he, I mean, they... he walks in with a woman and says that that was his secretary or something, and it took way longer with her than he was anticipating. Walks in, she leaves, and then he sits down next to Yvonne and, and Vicky and immediately asks them to come over to his place later that night. Um, skip ahead from this scene. Uh, we are now like another day in class, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. Uh, the teachers checking out all the students' work. Like, They're like they, working on mannequin heads. Yeah, they've got mannequin heads doing different hairstyles. Um, Vicky and Lamar are both like excelling, like doing a great job. The Real teachers... tra- like kind of nor- traditional style of a haircut. Yeah, and then they go over to Yvonne's hair. Is this where she did like the crazy, or was this? This the... is the bright orange, like Cindy Lauper, Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah. Style. I mean, if someone wants that, she's doing a great job. I mean, but... late '80s, early '90s, that. That was popular. But I guess this is probably not what the teacher was asking for right. at this point. Because so. the whole lesson was in hair coloring, and I think that they were trying to go for more natural yeah. color styles. She just keeps doing her own thing. Um, I wrote down a teacher gets a phone call, but I don't know if that was another That's scene. That's another scene. Is there anything in between there? There is. So there's another quick scene where they cut, and the teacher is teaching him about uh, shampoos and conditioners. Oh, and, that's right. And... Yvonne is saying, well, yeah, but here's a bunch of cheap You can use mayonnaise. You can use an egg. Like, lemon juice. Yeah. 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 He's like, shampoo, $4.28. And she's like, lemon, 30 cents. And then like squeezes it on some, <laughs> like an actual hair. person's hair. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's another scene, a small scene, where they go back to, to working on mannequins. And, and Vicky and Lamar have done well. And then they get to Yvonne. And Yvonne has like a Bride of Frankenstein style hair. That's right. On yeah, the mannequin. Yeah. Full kind of like large fro beehive style with the white streaks and the going black. down. Yeah. yeah. And then they switch to the scene where, um, where BB comes in and BB is a character, you know, character throughout the show. And this first time we, that they have met BB and she has come to have her hair done by the students at the school. All right. So at this point, the teacher gets a phone call. Correct. Um, uh, I guess the secretary comes in and lets, uh, lets him know or something. And it's a very important call, whatever it is. We never find out what it is though. Nope. But he has to leave the room and take this call immediately. So he steps out of the class. And this is where Vaughn steps up, goes up to the front of the class to BB's hair and just starts doing her hair, right? Well, no. She no? does She does have a conversation with BB and convinces BB oh, that's to right. let she's her like, do it. I can give you hair that's sexy. Don't you yeah. want that or something? Yeah, she's like, like yeah, you can, you, know, you can get the haircut you want. You know, it, look, it would look great on an, on an older woman. Or you can let me try something new and fun and sexy. And, and BB's all for it. Baby, yeah, she's down for it. So um, they... Jump ahead to where the teacher comes back in. He sees what she's done. It's awful. <laughs> like I understand that she's supposed to be avant garde and like, but it's like edge. a giant like mohawk, but only like it's what your kid would do to your hair if you gave him like hairspray and a and a blow dryer, or what you could do to your he- kid's hair if they're like in a bathtub with like soap or something, right, where exactly. you just like stick it up. Exactly. So yeah, he comes in, ends up 
kicking her out of the class pretty much. Yeah, so this is kind of a weird scene. Like this and the scene that comes right after it because then we cut to the chicken place yep. and Vicky and Yvonne are fighting and it's almost, it almost sounds like they both got kicked out of the school even though I don't know why Vicky would have gotten kicked out. I don't out. know, maybe Vicky was just following her or something or maybe she stood up for her or maybe. something that we it, didn't see. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I but didn't, yeah. at the end of the scene in the chicken place, uh, Vicky is saying she doesn't want to go back. Avon says, or excuse me, Avon is saying she doesn't want to go back. Vicky's like, look, they got our money. Yeah, but we got to try. Back. We got to go yeah. back. And so they, they, they end up deciding that they're going to go back to school. All right. So there's another scene here back on the couch in the apartment. Uh, Avon's continuing the story with Taylor. And uh, I th- what they say, what, what she tells him here or tells, tells Taylor here is that, you know, after the, they graduated from the school and they kept going from place to place and kept getting fired from every hairstylist that they were working for. They just yeah. couldn't find a right fit. For I wrote them. down like Vicky was able to talk to the teacher back into getting them back into class. Right. And then, like you said, like they keep getting fired, going from job to job. And then um, she starts to tell her about Simone's is where we're at now. We are at Simone's. So Simone's is another salon. But it's run. I guess Simone is probably the girl who runs it. Right? Simone is the owner and the and the woman that runs it, uh, played by Judy Ann Elder, who is um, the Harriet Winslow from the later season of Full House. Oh, actually, oh Family yeah, Matters, yeah, from Family yeah. Matters. When they switched to CBS and they they replaced uh, Mary Jo Payton. So yeah. she's like super strict too, like very by the rules, and has like a bunch of like her own like policies in place. Like so, they get there and like they have like supplies, and she's like, "You have to buy this from me." You say strict and follows the rules. I would say strict and crazy, like demand, oh, like okay. demanding. Like she's very, she thinks very highly of herself. She's like, "You're doing it my way, or you're not," you know. And she's very. The rules are just over the top. Um, yeah, so this whole thing is like her giving them all of the rules and everything. Um, she heard that they had a bad attitude, which I did, of course I like is that. like yeah, the yeah. new attitude. Right. Um, that's the name of the salon, right? New attitude? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's where they came sure. up with it. that's the implication, thing. yeah. And then um, Vicky, what, oh, like, Yvonne wants to quit. She just wants to leave, right? And then Vicky's like, encourages her, like, we got to stick through it. We got to They get, need a job. We got to get through this. Yeah. So... They then show like a scene of them like working in the salon. The job is like super fast paced. Like it's, it's way different than they ever wanted to uh, do anything like this. Yeah. Like everything is just like I forget, they saw they saw like forty customers in a day. It's like almost like an like assembly that. line where the the women sit in their their seat, haircut really quick, go to get you know the the wash and the and the rest of the stuff. But it it, it doesn't look fun at all. Uh, at this point, BB comes in though, right? She does. And uh, she has been looking for Yvonne for who knows how long, however long they've been at this place. They make a comment that almost makes it sound like they've been working there for three years at this point. But that does just, oh, that yeah, just I didn't, didn't get make that. sense to me. So um, she's been wanting Yvonne to do her hair, though. That's why she's been looking for. And uh, at this point, too, we get to some point where Vicky and Yvonne are asking uh, Simone for a raise. Well, what we find out, too, is that... The reason BB has been looking for Yvonne is because that haircut that she gave her back from the the uh, hair the school days was a huge success, and she yeah. like, went out that night and met a guy, and it was great. And so she's she's wanted to replicate that ever since. But yeah, we get to a point where um, they're asking for a raise. They're asking for a raise, and Vicky says, "Let me handle let me handle the raise." Uh, Simone pretty much laughs at him, though, right? She does. Well, because Yvonne immediately steps in and says, "We need to, you know." Takes over. And do they both quit right here too? Well, Vicky quits and some and Yvonne is like, I'm out, I'm out too. Okay. If she's out, I'm out. So skip ahead a little. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. No? No, because there's still some good stuff here. Okay. So Vicky and Yvonne quit, and Simone says, look, you're not going to quit until my hair is done. One of you is going to do my hair. And Yvonne says, okay. So, or Vicky says, sit in the seat, and then sprays her with the spray. I thought that's worth mentioning. Do you not remember that? I don't remember that You don't remember all. that. Yeah. So that's what happens. Okay. Now we are at um, Willie's Chicken and Waffles. Correct. Both Yvonne and Vicky are working there now. Correct. Uh, Lamar's there as well. Still He's, there. All three of them are working at Willie's Chicken and Waffles. A uh, customer comes in. Willie sits him down at a table and tells the three of them to do their thing. And I guess this is also a singing chicken and waffles restaurant because right. they, they do a little performance for the customer who's just kind of like, good. Uh, what's going on? And I think he likes it at the end, though, right? I don't think he cares. I don't no. Think, I don't think that's why he's there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he's actually there just to evict the owner because he hasn't been paying his rent or whatever. So he's kicking Willie's Chicken and Waffles out of the building. Right. Which to me seemed to imply... That that was going to be the location for New Attitude, right? That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I assumed. Although the layout... Because I, I really was trying to figure this out, if that could be the if shot. If that could be. And it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, because you don't have that long stretch right in front of the door. It well, goes... there's there's two entrances. There's the entrance that would have made sense on the left of the set, but then there's an entrance in the back, and I don't remember there being like an entrance over by. Well, there's that alley like uh, exit that they've used before, but that goes through the the yeah the through the office room. or whatever, yeah, which doesn't exa- which would have been where the guy was sitting. Yeah, on I don't the know. Set. We're never gonna find we out, are. so it doesn't really matter. But this is the fun things to speculate. But I think the implication that we're that they're trying to say is that they're this... getting evicted. They're moving in, but right. it is. Who this guy was? What like a lawyer or something? He's not like the person. No, he's just like a service guy. He just serves the papers on yeah on the person. So he doesn't like. He's not because like we know who's in charge. The landlord is in the other episodes. That's and, true. But who knows? Yeah. All right. So yep yeah, the uh, the fake customers there to evict the owner. Um, and then this is where Vicky and Yvonne throw out the idea. Maybe we could have our own beauty shop. Right. Um. And then from there, just goes to Yvonne talking to Taylor back on the couch again. She yep. kind of um, tells them the rest of the story, and she tells Taylor that, um, or no, Taylor's like, Taylor what, says, Yvonne's like, whoa, I know what do you I know need- what you have to do or whatever, right. and Taylor's like, yeah, I need to become a waitress. Right. And she's like, no, that's not what you need to do. You just need to stick with it. That's the big thing. And uh, then there was some joke about like, I can always count you, and she's well, like, well, the thing that that. Taylor says, "Is you know, you all had each other, so that it's going to be more difficult for me." And Vicky says, or Avon says, "Don't worry, you have people here. You'll always have Vicky to count on." <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the series for uh, New Attitude. It's a shame. I, I really think that this show, yeah, it had, had it had places it could go for sure. It had a lot of good characters. I again, I, the set, just the way that the set was designed and the the, the life of the set, I thought was so so good. But did Morris Day do any acting after this? I mean, besides Purple Rain, I don't know if that was before. That was probably before this. Well, it was because Purple 80s, Rain right? came out in 1990, so it had to have been before. This. I don't know. Morris Day. He's great. <laughs> Morris Day is good. They're all. They they were all great at. They were great in their roles. I mean, he was in Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back. Right. Um. No. No. Uh, nothing. That's too bad. He was about. devastated, probably. I mean. Trust me, he had plenty of other stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't he wasn't hurting for work. All right, so let's get into it now about our uh, our summer previews. Like, yeah. what we have going on. I haven't really looked into the calendar. Travis kind of went through, pulled all the episodes, and knows what's going on. So. Yeah, I'm gonna do real high level here because I don't want to give too much away. But if you remember, 
TGIF is on break during the summer. And like last summer, they do these kind of one-off pilot episodes. So there's four or five of the one-offs. And then there's actually one show that they do six episodes of, similar to New Attitude from last year. Um, so I'm just going to go through them real quick, kind of give you an idea of what we have coming up. And then uh, and then we'll watch them you know, when, they're, when the weeks come by. So, okay. All right. So the first one is The Bells of Bleecker Street. And this is basically two teenage girls in New York. They live in the same apartment building. They're friends. Their story, right? Um, Any notable actors or anything? So the notable actor, so the the two the two girls are played by Melissa Clayton and Barbara Gonzalez. Um, neither of them are memorable. Yeah. A lot of these shows are going to have people that's like, well, he, he's that one guy in that one thing. You know who I'm talking about? So I'm not going to get into everybody. Yeah, yeah. The key person, though, I think the standout from this single pilot episode is Stephen Baldwin plays oh, okay. a small like walk on role as a party guest at um at a party there. Okay. So we will see a one episode of this. That's uh, all we get. One episode, one episode of the Bells of Bleecker Street. Um we'll see. It, it it sounds a lot like, you know, your your kind of sister sister or that kind of boy meets world situation. Okay. Friends live in the same apartment. Uh when is that coming on? That are are you doing these in order? Of I how am they doing air? these in yeah. more or less order. Yeah, Bells of Bleecker Street will be the first episode in July. July fifth is when it aired in nineteen ninety one. Um, July twelfth, the next week was a show called Miss Jones, and Miss Jones is a show about a single mom who is a uh, attorney for athletes. Um, so I could see that show having would have had a lot of potential. Like you could have like guest star athletes oh, yeah. on there, things like that. Um, the main woman, Thea Jones, Miss Jones, is Christine Ebersol who is one of those women that you would recognize. She was in a ton of... I, I, actually, I, I just watched Amadeus a couple weeks ago. Or not a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago. And she has, she has a role in that. But she's one of those women that you would you would see, oh yeah, I, I know her from okay. this, I know her from that. She was actually on one of the very, very early seasons of SNL. Um, so oh. that's kind of cool. And just one pilot episode of that too? Just one pilot episode of Miss Jones. Ernie Hudson is in it, so we'll see him. Okay. Um, Kenneth Welsh, who a lot of people will probably recognize from Twin Peaks is in it. Okay. Um, who else of note is in this? Let's see. La, la, la. Yeah. Those are, those are the people that everybody would kind, okay. of, kind of gather around. I think. Was Twin Peaks on ABC? It was. Okay. Cause that, it this was. is not the first Twin Peaks actor we've had on TJF. No, no, no. Um, yep. So that's, that's them. The next show, so this one, this one is one that this is the one that is six episodes long, and this this picks up um, July nineteenth, runs for six episodes. So this is an interesting one. It's called Hi Honey, I'm Home. Okay. And it is a a sitcom family from the fifties gets participates in what they're calling the sitcom relocation program and is transported to the nineteen nineties. Um, so think Wandavision as I was about to say, is this where Wandavision got right. their idea? So. A couple interesting things about this show. So it was actually on for two seasons. Okay. Uh, first first season was on TGIF. The second season only was on Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. Um, the show would, would come on Fridays on TGIF for the first season and then would re-air on Sunday night on Nickelodeon as, hmm. during Nick at Night. What I think is really cool about this show is that every episode has a guest star who was an actual 1950s sitcom star. Oh, wow. So... And and it's like really cool people, so I think that that's going to be fun. I don't want to spoil it too much. So we're going to get six of those on TGIF, right? Okay. Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much of who we're going to see in our first in the first season because we're only going to watch the first season. But yeah, if we love it, we might watch more, right? 
Yeah, I've got. I mean, I, 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 I supposedly have the full show. I haven't actually looked to make sure, but, um, you know, they've got like Ken Osmond who played Eddie Haskell from Leave It to Beavers on the second season. Eva Gabor from Green Acres. Um, who else is kind of a cool one here? You know, they got Dobie Gillis from the from the Dobie Gillis show. Uh, that's the whole like that's part of the shtick. Yeah, yeah. That. And then they can also switch back and forth between black and white and color. So we'll see how that that plays out. One division. The one uh, division. Uh, the other um, the other interesting thing about this show is that the pilot actually had a couple different actors, and one of those actors was AJ McLean from Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. Yeah. So they that didn't air originally on the on the original run. However, was he like ten? Something something like that. Yeah. Years later, Nickelodeon did a a show that's like we knew them when, and they played episodes of old shows uh-huh. when who are now like super famous celebrities. Yeah, yeah. And they actually, they actually played the pilot episode on Nickelodeon. Um, so I'm really hoping it's on the, the DVD that I haven't had a chance to look at yet, but if not, I'm going to try really hard to find okay. it because I think it'd be fun to watch the episode. That Here's Matt LeBlanc on just the 10 of us. Twice. Here's um, George Clooney on the show. You've never heard of, <laughs> but so yeah, so that's hi, honey. I'm home. Um, I'm trying to see who's in this of note. Uh, Charlotte Booker, no one, no, it doesn't really stand out to me. Is I looked through all these earlier, and again, a lot of these people are just like, oh, I know this person from that, um, but no, like super names. Oh, this was the one from the show. So Julie Benz, who a lot of people probably know as uh, Rita from from Dexter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think she's been on. A, she definitely has been on a lot since then. But that's yeah, her, I know her from something else too. Yeah, that's her most recognizable role to me. Um, okay. Next one is Howie and Rose. Howie and Rose, this reminded me just, it's just, I think it's a remake of High Life. It's basically a wild radio personality who is named the guardian of his niece after the niece's mother is sent to prison. So I guess his sister, sister-in-law. It's called High Life? No. High Life is the show from last year. This is Howie. Which one was High Life? High Life was Tracy Scoggins. She was the woman, the model. Oh, who became the kids? Yeah, who became yeah, the guardian yeah. of the kids because they're deadbeat family. Um, so the Howie of Howie and Rose is Howie Mandel. So that'll be fun seeing, uh, seeing Howie Mandel do something not gizmo. He was gizmo. He was, I know you're on a big, uh, (laughs) you're on a, on a big gremlins kick right now. Um, he's the, I mean, he's, he's the main, the main big name in this. Um, Dee Dee Reicher is in this as well. She's super recognizable from a ton of stuff from the late eighties, early nineties. A lot of those like John Hughes style movies you'd recognize her from those um and then is that it i think that's it yeah and then at the end of the summer beginning of the fall season we've got the saturday morning preview and then tjf comedy preview i have not had any luck in finding either of those so we might or might not watch Uh, probably not because those things just like disappear yeah yeah they're hard to find that makes sense but those are the four shows bells of bleaker street miss jones howie and rose and hi honey i feel like we had a lot more last summer um, it, I think we had a couple more because we had what? We had Dad's a Dog, High Life, Dr. Ruth, New Attitude. I feel like I'm missing one. The Flockins. Is that it? No. I think that's it. So about right. but one more. One more last year. But yeah, that's what we have to look forward to in the summer. And uh, so what do we got going on next week? I know these shows don't start off till July. So next week, we're working on an interview. Okay. I don't want to say, I hate saying it before we In case do it. it doesn't happen. I feel like or something. that's podcast bad luck. So, we're either going to have an interview for you next week or we're going to watch Dinosaurs. Two episodes probably. of Dinosaurs. <laughs> or we might watch an episode of Dinosaurs and have an interview. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. 
Um, follow us on all social media. That's the way to find out exactly what's going on. TGIF cast. If we confirm this interview, maybe we'll let you know on there. So that way you can be ready for it. Um, few other things, uh, TGIF cast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to send your own theme song, like, uh, Rami Sammy did this week, you can do that there. And then, um, remember to ping Jaleel White on all social media. Yeah. Get him. I sent him another, I sent another email this, this week. Yeah. No response. You think he gets tons of them? Yeah. Yeah. Of course he does. Yeah. Do you think Jaleel White gets tons of emails? Yes. I mean, it's 30 years later. He's like, he's an icon. He's, of course he does. Can't get more emails than we get. That's probably, that might be true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just uh, leave some reviews and stuff on iTunes. Share with your friends. Anything you can. We're trying to get out there, do some live shows this summer too. So if you've That'd got any... Fun local comic cons or anything that might be close-ish to uh, Virginia. Yeah. Or if you go to a comic con and you see somebody from TGIF, go up to them and say, hey, how come you haven't been on the Two Guys in the Fridays podcast yet? And they're going to say, oh, I've been trying, yeah. but they've been too busy. They haven't been able to fit me in. Send, and, send uh, them a link to our to what we're doing. Yeah. So uh, next week, we'll see what's going on. Um, Hopefully, I think I've got fingers crossed. I think it's going to work out. Yeah, I think so too. It'll be fun if it works out. So, All right. Um, anything else, Steve? No, that's it. All right, man. Have a good week. You got it, dude. TBA Podcast.